Welcome to Amplify, the Chesapeake Public Schools podcast. Chesapeake Schools is located in the Hampton Roads area of southeastern Virginia. We serve 40,000 students in 45 schools and three centers. This podcast is designed to tell the stories behind our story and to introduce and celebrate the people and programs that make us one of the premier school districts in Virginia. All right, welcome to our very first episode of Amplified, the Chesapeake Public Schools podcast. This is Matt Graham, and I am here with Mr. Richie Babb. Indeed. Yeah, and we are also here with a special guest, our superintendent, Dr. Jared Cotton. Hello, happy to be here. All right, and word on the street is that you are an avid tennis player. Is that true? I'm a tennis player, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) And I enjoy tennis. I I won't speak to how good I am at tennis, but I I do enjoy tennis. (laughs) Yeah, we decided not to ask that question. So So how's your summer been? It's been hot, uh, I will tell you, but uh, I been busy. A lot of people don't realize that there's a lot that goes on in the summer in schools. You know, I still have people I run into and say, aren't you excited that you have the summers off? And I'd say, no, I don't have the summers off. We're working <laughs> right. and we're very busy preparing for the upcoming school year. And it's a different kind of busy, but, it, but it's very busy. Yeah. But fortunately, I did have some time to break away and, and take a little bit of vacation. And as the staff know, I had a chance to go on an Alaskan cruise, which oh, was amazing nice. uh, with my nice. family, time <laughs> to separate and get away. Yeah, but of right. course... Now we're back and getting ready for the start of a great school year. Awesome. Yeah. I would hate to have seen your email inbox when you got back <laughs> from Alaska. Yeah. Surprisingly, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Okay. But that, one of the things I like about going on a cruise is you don't get your emails very well. Yeah. Uh, right. And you, you do disconnect right. a little bit once the boat takes off and, and leaves the shore. But uh, but that does help with a, a nice break. But you're right. When you get back, they're all there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, so uh, I think most people may know, but uh, tell us a little bit about your connection with Chesapeake Public Schools. Sure. Well, um, I started as a student, of course, in, in Chesapeake. I started in fifth grade. I just relocated um, back to Virginia. I had my family was well-rooted here in this area, Norfolk, uh, Chesapeake area. So I started uh, as a student in fifth grade at Crestwood Intermediate. Of course, at the time, it was an elementary school. It was grades uh, probably four through six at the time. I know it's a little, little different now, but uh, so then I went on through Crestwood, Crestwood Middle School, and then I went to Great Bridge High School where I graduated mm-hmm. um, uh, as a Wildcat. And then, of course— Well, that makes three of us, <laughs> yeah. actually, in this room in this that room. graduated from Great Bridge. Yeah. yeah, I'm among friends. We've got yeah, lots, of, lots of Wildcats in here, and— and then, of course, um, went on to Old Dominion University. Uh, didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I found my way gravitating toward teaching and, and education. Uh, there were lots of different paths that I was uh, pursuing or looking to pursue, but I, I kept coming back to teaching. And then I was fortunate to start teaching at Crested Intermediate, where I was once a student, and I actually ended up in the same classroom where I was once a student. <laughs> uh-huh. So I was hired to teach fifth grade, uh, did that for several years, and then I had a chance to go into a technology job. And a lot of people don't realize this, but at the time, I was one of two technology integration specialists right. for the whole city of Chesapeake. Right. Now we have pretty much one in every school. Right. Uh, but at that time, there were only two of us. Yeah. So I, I got a lot of time on the road traveling from school to school. Right. And then, of course, 
came up through Chesapeake, assistant principal at Chittam Elementary, had a brief stint at Hickory Middle School as an assistant principal, then, of course, became a principal at Treacle Elementary uh, for a couple of years, and I became the director of assessment and accountability, yeah. uh, where I integrated technology with testing, because mm-hmm. at that time it was moving to computers and online. Right. And then, of course, I had an opportunity to go to Virginia Beach for a stint there Mm -hmm. as their assistant superintendent for accountability, which ended up being associate superintendent for lots of other areas. Then I went to Henry County as superintendent in the, you all know, Henry County, Martinsville area in in the western part of the state and did that for several years. And I had the great honor to come back home to my hometown here in Chesapeake and just finished my fifth year here in Chesapeake. So looking forward to starting my sixth year in Chesapeake. Yeah, the further we get away from the pandemic, probably the better. You look forward to each year more. Of course. Right. Yeah. Of course. After, after those that, yeah. two years felt like 10. Yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Well, when you were telling us about your, your background there and all that, was there something in particular that made you sort of lean towards that education? Mm-hmm. Like, was there something like a moment or something that kind of had that spark that brought you to education? Sure, and I and I tell this. We, we like to call it our origin story. Those of you who like uh, superheroes, they always have an origin right. story. Right. Uh, but I, at the time, I was initially pursuing a degree in pharmacy. I thought okay. I was gonna gonna become a pharmacist, and then I found my way to the Pines Treatment Center, where I was a counselor and an activities coordinator, lifeguard. So I was involved in activities while I was pursuing a college degree, mm-hmm. and then. The thing that really changed things for me is I had to substitute in a classroom there for a couple of weeks where um, and by the way, I had been in that classroom a few times and those kids were not at all interested in what was going on <laughs> in that classroom. So they were misbehaving. They were distracted. They were constantly being removed. And I would be the one who would have to take them out of the classroom because they were having issues. And they said, we need you to, to be the sub for two weeks. And I said, are you kidding? You, you, want, me, you want me to take that job? And uh, I said, okay, I'll, I'll do it. And of course I said, but I'm not going to do it the way that it was being done. I I wanted to make it exciting, hands-on. Right. I took the students outside. We did science experiments. We got fully engaged in learning. And I'm a big science math person. And, and I, I really wanted them involved with hands-on activities. And what I found was the students were excited about participating in the activities and we didn't have any behavior issues during those two weeks. And because I laid it out at the beginning, I said, we're going to have a great time, but if you mess up, then if we go outside, we all got to come back inside. Right. (laughs) right, And, and, and they took me at my word and, and we had a great two weeks and I realized I'm pretty good at this. I'm pretty good at getting students engaged and excited about learning and then I said, maybe this is my calling. And then, of course, I went to tell my parents that I wanted to be a teacher. The first thing they said was, do you like being poor? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, um, and I said, I don't care uh, what what salary I make. I feel like this is what I was meant uh-huh. to do. Yeah. And so it was such a powerful experience to to realize you know, when you're struggling mm-hmm. to find your path. And that's what we talk about in Chesapeake right. all the time is helping students find their purpose and their and what they're passionate about and and for someone who is struggling for so many different career paths to find right. to find the one that really resonated with me and the fact that I've had a 30 year career you know mm-hmm. that that started with that spark and, yeah. and and that's why I think it's so important that we get our students exposed to different opportunities early yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Looking back at your time as a student in Chesapeake, any teachers that stand out to you or uh, that, that you look to as sort of role models in teaching? Of course. One of the funny things that happened to me when I came back to Chesapeake, I went to Indian River High School to do my welcome meet and greet. And and then I heard a voice coming from the hallway, and it was Mrs. Schuler, who was my sixth grade teacher and at right. the time. And she's recently retired, actually. I think she's failed at retirement because I think we've already brought her back <laughs> to, to work part time. But I heard her voice, and right away I knew it was her. And, you know, she was she was a great teacher in sixth grade when I was at Crestwood and and uh, so it was so good to to run into her again. But one of the, my all-time favorite teachers that I always remember is Mrs. Martha Woolery from Great Bridge High School. Yeah, she was right. my English teacher yep. when I was in 10th grade at Great Bridge High. And I was so happy to be in her class. And she really had a way to to make you feel confident that you right. could be a great writer, that you could uh, be a great speaker because she had us do public yeah, speaking right. in the, her English class. And uh, she also sponsored uh, different um, organizations that I was a part of as well. And uh, what I thought was so powerful is when I was at an event later in my career, I saw her um, at an event being recognized, and I went up to her in the parking lot, and I made sure I told her. Mm -hmm. Because that's one of the things that we don't do a good job of doing. We don't tell people that they've had an impact on our lives. So I'm so happy that I did that. Unfortunately, Mrs. Woolery passed away a handful of years ago. But I'm so happy that I had the chance to tell her when I saw her. And I, I do encourage, uh, you hear me say this all the time, yeah. let people know they've had an impact on you and your life because a lot of times they have no idea. And, and as educators, we're always happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no doubt. So you had you mentioned 30 years in education. What changes in education generally uh, have been most significant in your opinion? Well, I would say the first one that comes to mind, obviously, is technology has uh, certainly changed so much. You know, I, I I laugh sometimes when I think about my time at Crestwood Middle School, and I and I tell people, you know, we didn't have AC in the building, right? And uh, we weren't allowed to wear shorts except when the temperature hit over a hundred degrees. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks. <laughs> and then we were we were allowed to to wear the shorts. So uh, it's terrible that we were excited about a hundred degree weather, yeah. uh, but you know, temperatures. But anyway. Um, you know, the technology, the one-to-one technology, and, and all the all that we've done now, we have one-to-one devices for our students, but also the all the different software that we've been purchasing and that we've made available to our students that can really personalize learning and help our students really meet their specific needs. But we also have been using technology much more now to get students to think creatively, to right. communicate in many different ways, and. And one of the biggest things that I've seen over the last few years is, you know, when we were in school, when you were writing or communicating or presenting, you were presenting to your class or, or your teacher. Mm-hmm. Now you have the ability to present to the world. Right. You know, you, right. What you create and present and develop can be shared all over the world, all over the country. You get feedback from people in all different parts of the world, which is exciting, but also adds a level of responsibility yeah. <laughs> that you have yeah. to be mindful of right? because anything you put out there is there for everyone to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, so it, that has changed quite a bit. You know, we, we've also been really working on what do we value in education? You know, as, as you are going through learning mm-hmm. facts and figures, those, those are important to a point. But what we really have to spend time doing is making sure that we're preparing our students for the workforce 
And that means critical thinking, communication, collaboration, all of those important skills that mm-hmm. our students really need to develop. And years ago, we didn't really have a good way to measure that or to assess that or to encourage that. And now it's a must yeah. in order to prepare our students for the future. Mm-hmm. And we're really big in Chesapeake on preparing our students for what's next, whether mm-hmm. it's yeah. a career, whether it's the military, whether it's college. And in order to do that, you've really got to make sure that you're creating learning opportunities in schools where students can develop those important skills. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I saw a post online like yesterday about how the smart boards and all their classrooms have been taken. Yeah, down right. The, and I remember when that was like mm. the innovation, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So no more of that sort of stage on the stage. Everyone, it's not just on the board. Everyone's right. has that right. device. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And a good right. point because we've just added uh, box light. Uh, flat panels to all of our learning spaces, which is incredible, wow. yeah. which means that any of our students, as you were saying, yeah. can present, project. You know, it's not just the teacher right, presenting. Right. And right. now students can put, they can be working on something on their computer and they can pop it up on the box light projector yeah. and then they can share it with the class. And it's really making sure that everyone has an opportunity to share yeah. uh, their work. I think the yeah. biggest thing uh, about that sort of technology change is it really affects student engagement. Uh, when I started teaching, and certainly when I was in school, as you know, it was sit and get. I mean, yeah. and if you didn't get it, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. Whereas now this technology allows us to really make sure the students are engaged. And I'm glad I you think. said that because it, it's really a focus on, here in Chesapeake. We are working on more student-centered mm-hmm. learning, yes. and yep. we have three distinct areas that we're really working on. That's one one technology, mm-hmm. as I've shared, project-based learning and assessment mm-hmm. where students are involved more in projects than instead of multiple-choice yeah. tests because we know that's going to prepare them better for their future. And, of course, we've been really working to help support our students with their well-being and their social-emotional development. And, of course, as you all know, that's been quite the challenge Mm-hmm. during COVID yeah. and, and yeah. coming out of COVID. So there are lots of ways that we have to put supports in place to help students academically and uh, with building their confidence and, and working toward their goals. So those are areas that are really helping us be more student-centered rather than teacher-centered. Right. Because yeah. as you were saying, uh, the teacher's a sage on the stage in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Now we want our students to do more of the talking and more of the thinking right, rather right. than the teacher doing all the work. The students should be the ones right. doing right. the work. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Dr. Connor. We're going to take a quick break and continue this uh, amazing conversation uh, as we get to know you and, and some of the awesome things that are happening here with Chesapeake Public Schools. Families, now is the time to complete the online student verification process through ParentView. This important process ensures that we have the correct emergency contact information on file for your student. The deadline is Friday, September 29th, 2023. Visit cpschools.com for more information. Be a part of the Chesapeake Public Schools family. We are hiring teachers, bus drivers, school nutrition workers, nurses, and more. Visit cpschools.com or call 757-547-0001 to join our team. All right, we're back here. Uh, uh, You're just joining us. Just 
rewind the podcast actually it's yeah. not in real time so i would i would recommend you listen yeah. to the whole thing well it's funny uh, you say like rewind like, i know so rewind my, i know my, my daughter is is six and we're watching a movie and she's like reback it there is no wine <laughs> right. so can you reback it yeah. and i'm like that makes total sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. It's funny. People still say when they videotape, when they record things, they say, yeah. I got to go videotape this. We haven't used videotape in how long? But some long of those time. words stick around. <laughs> but anyway, now we, we were talking to, we've been talking to uh, Superintendent uh, Dr. Jared Cotton uh, and trying to, to get into his background and some of his thoughts on education. But we want to kind of turn it now to, uh, to Chesapeake Public Schools and the beginning of school is here. Yeah. So school is like, just underway. And are there any new programs or projects or initiatives that you're especially excited about that you'd like to share with our listeners in our community? Sure. We always have great things happening each and every year as we kick off a new year. And that's one of the things I love about education is every year you have a fresh start. Yeah. You get to start yeah. anew. And and uh, I was one of those nerds that enjoyed the beginning <laughs> of the school year and in the right. fall. Uh, but we've got some great things going on academically as well as safety wise. Uh, I'll talk about some of the safety niches we're excited about. You know, we are implementing the student ID badges, which many of our listeners probably have heard about mm-hmm. through the news where our students are in elementary schools, K through five are going to have an ID badge, which is going to be important because they're going to be able to check in when they get on the bus. They're going to be able to use those badges when they check out in the cafeteria, when they check books out in the library, and we piloted that at Norfolk Collins Elementary this past year, and it was very well received. So it's going to be very helpful from a safety perspective, but also from a convenience perspective. And of course, if that goes well, as we anticipate it will, we're going to expand uh, to Midland High School. So that that's exciting. Uh, we've also just reported on our sheriff deputies. We partnered with the sheriff's department, our community, and our board members have said we really need to work on improving safety in our elementary schools. And we're very excited that now we're going to have sheriff deputies serving in different boroughs throughout our uh, elementary school zones. And they're going to be in and out of our elementary schools on a regular basis, providing an extra layer of support. And what a great partnership with our yeah. sheriff's office. So, yeah. so those yeah. are those are two really exciting initiatives that are going on. From an instructional standpoint, you know, we are implementing a new learning management system, Canvas, and, yeah. and parents um, – uh, it'd be a little adjustment, uh, but from what I've seen from the teachers already, they have really embraced this new learning management system. You all know we had Schoology mm-hmm. in the past, but now we're moving toward Canvas. But what's exciting about it is all of our resources are being loaded in there over the yeah. summer to prepare our students uh, and our teachers for interactive, hands-on, collaborative-type lessons. So all of that is being uploaded and, and ready to go and we're going to continue, as I said earlier, to work towards student-centered learning mm-hmm. initiatives, yeah. really focusing on our students being more actively engaged mm-hmm. in learning through projects and uh, project-based instruction as well as assessment. So those things are happening that are really exciting. Parents of our younger students, you're also going to start seeing more happening in elementary reading. You know, we're really embracing the science of reading which is research-based instructional methods to really help our students develop in the area of literacy. And, yeah. and uh, that's going to be something that's that we started working on last year, and that's really ramping up as we move into this year. So those are those are some of the things that yeah. are that are happening as we move into this this new school year. And of course, we're working on lots of capital improvement projects right. and, and doing some work 
to invest in playgrounds across several of our mm-hmm. schools and tracks and and fields we're trying to to develop that's a work in progress that's going to yeah. take time and it's interesting that you asked this question because we're going to do a readiness presentation for the board okay. at the next board meeting where we talk about some of the things that we've accomplished over the summer that's really gearing us up for a new year. I, I want to step back for just a second on the uh, school safety topic. Uh, I know that the deputy uh, initiative that we have uh, is evidence of our interest in school safety, but I don't know if most people know like our school safety team and that sort of stuff. Talk about what we do to help ensure safety in our schools. Sure. We do get a lot of feedback about safety and what are we doing to address school safety. Um, I'm really proud to be a part of the Chesapeake community because we have such a great partnership with our first responders, Mm -hmm. our Chesapeake Police Department, and our police chief, uh, Chief Selesky, our sheriff, as I've spoken about earlier, uh, Sheriff O'Sullivan, and our city at large. I mean, we've got so many different community partners who meet monthly to talk about safety initiatives. It's the mayor's safety task force. Our okay. mayor, uh, Dr. West, uh, Rick West, put together this task force, I would say probably about almost six years ago. And we meet monthly and we talk about ways that we can improve safety. We have subgroups who report out. We gather feedback. Every time there's a safety incident, we debrief. We talk about and whether it's our safety incident mm-hmm. or an incident around the world, I often right. get asked about, yeah. you know, what happened locally. Yes, we do pay attention to that, but we also pay attention to safety events that happen everywhere right. because there's always learning that can happen there. Yeah. So what we do is we discuss it, we debrief, we talk about ways that we can improve safety. And I have to tell you that we've made incredible progress over mm-hmm. the last few years ensuring up safety in our schools, but safety's never done. It's a yeah. daily conversation. It's it's a constant review and discussion, and it's constant planning. And, of course, our city council has been supportive in providing us with funds to help with some of our safety projects, yeah. which right. has been powerful as well. Yeah, I think I think my kids, I have two kids that are in the school system mm-hmm. that are in the, they're four and six, so they're in the elementary school. So I think they're going to be excited about seeing the sheriffs. And the, oh, yeah, the, sorry, I'm the sure. Yeah, that, the, right. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you so know, that's really cool. and uh, Sheriff O'Sullivan also mentioned uh, the fact that it's good for them because then kids get to see mm-hmm. at a very young age that they're the good guys. Yeah. 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 The good guys and girls. And Sheriff yeah. O'Sullivan made such a great point. He said that the first reaction that our young students have with law enforcement, he mm-hmm. wants it to be positive. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I thought that was a powerful statement that he made. And, and after meeting the group that he's put together yeah. to, to serve our elementary schools, I'm I'm very excited about the team we have in place. So I'm looking forward to uh, starting day one with this new yeah. initiative. And, of course, uh, depending on how it goes, which I anticipate will go really well, yeah. and we'll certainly look at uh, adding yeah. even additional uh, safety and security. The other thing that we've added at elementary schools that I want to make sure the listeners know is we added additional school security officers. Those mm-hmm. are our staff members we've added and uh, they're serving elementary schools as well. So we're, we're increasing those numbers also. So among other things, there yeah. are lots of things that we do. We don't always enumerate all the great safety mm-hmm. initiatives we have in place, right. but we want to make sure that everyone's aware that it's always top of mind. The number one thing we have to do is make sure students yeah. and staff are safe each and every day. Instruction is what we're all about, but you can't have good instruction and high quality teaching and learning if you don't feel safe. Correct. So that's why we make sure that we spend time 
making sure everyone feels safe and that we do everything we can to ensure safety in our schools. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you taking your time to be with us. Uh, that's that's we're out of time, uh, and I'm sure you have other things to do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, it was nice to have a few minutes to sit and allow us and our listeners, uh, all thousands of them, to um, to well, get to I'm know. Well, I'm telling you, you it's, it's going to be millions. It's so. millions. I'm sure. I mean, like, I'm absolutely sure. It, I mean, it's it, it's going to be worldwide. Yeah. yeah. So so thanks again for joining us. That's all the Thank time you. we have for this episode of Amplify the Chesapeake Public Schools podcast. You can share your thoughts by visiting cpschools.com slash Amplified. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.